0: Hey, it's Friday! It's Friday, Friday! Yes, this is the day of celebration as we say goodbye to another magical week, and um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. I really am. I'm not coming to work tomorrow. And Now, you haven't seen me for two days, but I was, I was absolutely working, just not here. I was doing stuff and things that were really important. In fact, one of the most important things that I was doing. Was honoring our retirees. We had a number of people retire over the last couple of years. We had a big party to celebrate them and their contributions to traffic services and the Toronto Police Service. So that was awesome. If you're watching, if you're listening, thank you for all you did uh, and for paving the way for us who have come into work and uh, and and continue working now that you're you know enjoying retired life. Just saying, uh, but really awesome people who deserved much thanks, and uh, I think they got the party uh, that they uh, that they needed. No, it was there was no hula hoops. There was no limbo line, but it was good stuff. Uh, if you're watching, this is Ask a Traffic Cop. My name is Sean Shapiro, and you are currently, or we are currently broadcasting on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and the platform formerly known as Twitter. And you can ask questions, unless you're on Twitter. And if you're on Twitter, go to trafficcop.ca, hit the link for YouTube, and you can j- come join in and be part of the online party. Of course, if you are on uh, TikTok, uh, Leo wife, my wife, is actually online stepping in for JD, who's not here today, uh, as the moderator. So thank you to you. And uh, let's get things going. We've got T. Cop, who I saw at the retirement. He was there. Uh, he's in TikTok. He says, good morning. Brandy says, hi. And, uh, oh, and, and, and we oh, there we go. MSHAP is there. Uh, let's see here. Go back to this. Oh, uh, you can watch replays of this event later on uh, on your favorite podcasting platform? Because we do that. Yes, I download the episode, I, I I change the sync, I lower the quality of the video and make it available on podcasting apps. And why, why, why have video on podcasting? Well, apparently certain platforms uh, do have video capabilities so we make it available on podcast platforms. We also have an actual podcast where we interview people, that's different, that's called TPS Traffic Jam, also available on podcasting platforms. But then you have all of these episodes forever and ever and ever available on our YouTube channel. So if you go to traffic, actually, if you go to youtube.trafficcop.ca, go to our channel, you can subscribe to us there. Okay, let's see what's cooking in the room. Uh, Chase, good morning to you. Uh, (laughs) Chase says, the notification for this live has made my Friday. I'm glad to hear it. It's been too long. Yes, two days of no live streaming is just weird, isn't it? Uh, Zombie says, Happy Friday. Uh, Big Jeff Fresh says, Good morning. Uh, MSHAP, M- M- uh, M- M- Leo Wife. I don't know which, which username to refer to you guys, but uh, Happy Friday. My wife. My wife says, Happy Friday. Uh, we got here Nathan uh, says, Good morning. And Johnny Nguyen says, Good morning, Sean. Hope you have an amazing day. I've already had a great start to the day, and the day's halfway over, so uh, it's going well, and I'm going to ride that right into the weekend and enjoy a weekend. And I get to see my brother. That's gonna be exciting. Uh, he's coming into town. Uh, let's see here. Michael says, Fry a, Sean is live and not retiring. People got scared because I had uh, I, I uploaded a video and had to change the settings, but people got on alert that, the, that a, a retirement video was coming and they thought it was my retirement. So I am not retired. I'm still here, <laughs> working away. Uh, let's see. We have questions about tint laws. It says legs, but I think it's laws. Uh, is there any laws around driving barefoot? Keep hearing different stories. Oh, we can talk about that for sure. Uh, when will police charging bicycles that break the road? I, I think it's break the law, uh, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, Tim Shallow says, good morning, Sean. Happy Friday. Sean and Leo, Wife, hope you're having an amazing weekend. Yeah, we're that's jumping. I, I'm, you're getting me into the, the mood for a weekend, and it's not here yet. I still have stuff to do. But I, I'm definitely ready, and I hope that everyone is, ha, is, has good things planned. Uh, but you know what? A couple of things to think about before we talk about Vision Zero Enforcement Team, and that is that it's getting, well, it's getting darker earlier and staying darker later. So things to think about in terms of pedestrian safety. We've had a whole bunch of pedestrians struck, and sadly, many who have been killed. And you know, I wanna talk about the things that can be done to help make it safer for everybody. And, and this is the very quick thing I want to I talk about, and we'll move on. But, you know, it's darker, so make sure if you're driving, make your make sure your headlighting system is on. Seeing them is important. Uh, slowing down, giving yourself more time to react when you do see them, that's important too. People talk about speed and don't think it's important. I talk about the fact that speed kills, and no one believes me. And then we get people who get killed, and someone wants to make excuses, and don't want to, uh, you know, many people want to make excuses and not accept that that many of these things are simple to... Avoid. Slow down. Pay attention. Don't be on your phone. Turn your headlights on. And it's not just drivers I speak to when I talk about this. Pedestrians, wear bright-colored clothing. Make sure you're not on your phones. Pay attention to the fact that cars are coming and may not be paying attention to you. I think one of the, the, uh, the fatal flaws of, of many people's days, regardless of how you're getting around, is that we kind of assume that everybody else is doing the right thing, and then we just sort of bop along doing what we do. And uh, we kind of have to assume that everybody's out to get us. It's not paranoia if people are out to get us because they are, no, they're not paying attention. And uh, it's sad. It's sad when people get killed and it was avoidable because all collisions, all collisions are avoidable if everybody's paying attention and doing the right thing. Yeah. Sort of vision zero enforcement team. Well, vision zero is a whole concept. Vision zero is that we have a goal of zero deaths and serious injuries in our roads. We have a goal of zero because it's attainable, but everyone has to sort of buy into the concept. Now we have a team called the Vision Zero Enforcement Team. They go out to try and try to change driver behavior one ticket at a time. They do that by focusing on the big four, speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, impaired driving. Those are the things that we know lead to serious injury and death. So why do we still have lots of tickets to write? Because people aren't getting the message. It's simple as that you could put the Vision Zero enforcement team out of business. If everyone stopped breaking the law, they'd be very bored and we'd find other things for them to do. But There's a need for them. And today that need, well, it's in 22 division and 51 division, the neighborhoods of Etobicoke, West Mall, Queensway, uh, St. Jamestown, Cabbage Pound, Cabbage Town? Yeah, I said Pound, I don't know why. Uh, Riverdale, Church and Young, those are neighborhoods where real people, live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. And we post these locations daily on our uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages. So follow us if you'd like to uh, keep up to date with stuff and things. I'm gonna flag some more questions here. Um, I Again, I, I hope that everyone has a great weekend and I will be posting a, uh, a video later about the number of people who were arrested last weekend. Do I give you a heads up? Do I give you a preview of what is is coming down the pipe? Uh, if you're watching uh, my friend online, he is actually, hey, we're just talking about uh, uh, Cabbage Town. Let's see here. I'm going to pull up a uh, a particular Twitter page for one TPS Traffic DC. and I'm going to tell you what he, I think it was mm, TPS Traffic. Let's see. No, I typoed it. Traffic DC. Here we go, Scott Matthews. And he posts every Monday, and I take his information and I make a video every Friday talking about what he said on Monday. I I do recycle, he's the source of information. So 19 people last weekend arrested for impaired operation. Uh, I'll leave the tidbits, well, well, okay, you're gonna get the inside track. Uh, One driver crashed into a karaoke bar, a driver was stopped traveling 60 kilometers an hour on the 401, and 10 drivers that were involved in crashes. So. I wonder if the 10 was also part of the karaoke bar i wonder i don't know could have been 11. in any case um the deal is that those should never have happened those people should never been behind the wheel of a motor vehicle or conveyance of any kind and there's absolutely
1: uh, no excuse nowadays no there was no excuse before but absolutely nowadays nothing
0: yeah it's 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 pretty sad that with the many many moons of of teaching and and adverts on the radio on television on the internet People are still deciding that it's, it's not worth it. They, they won't pay for a taxi or they're, they're being cheap. They're saving a couple of bucks and they're willing to risk lives to do that. And we've seen tragedy all the time. It's, it's, it's really, really sad.
1: And I can tell you it costs an awful lot more, not only in lives, but it costs an awful lot more financially if Hello. you crash, get caught, get charged, they arrested. Used,
0: they used to say it was about fifteen to $30,000 to defend yourself after one of these Charges. I believe the number's gone up considerably from there.
1: Well, everything in life has gone up recently. So I would imagine lawyer's fees have as well.
0: Uh, we have uh, cop says good morning uh, to Sarge. He said good morning to us earlier. Good morning. Uh, we've got uh, a, a comment from David Mann who says, Get back to work. What are you doing here? <laughs> I love. Are I, you working? I, I, I am working. I love when these questions come up because um, this is. I just realized nobody on Instagram can see us. Hang on one second. They still can't see us. They can see half of us now. Here we go. Uh, but yeah, this is work. Uh, we're media relations officers. We're media relating. Uh, we're relating on social media. It's one of the medias. And we're educating. This is important stuff. You could go to a police station, uh, wait in line, uh, talk to a police officer, maybe get the right answer, maybe told to come, be told to come back. Or you know where you can get us uh, weekdays from 10 to 11, usually. And you can get us on our our, our well, we have hundreds of hours of content that we've created. It's available on YouTube. This is good stuff. And uh, certainly many people appreciate it, even if you think we should be doing other things.
1: and hey, you know what? Wouldn't you rather find out your answer to your question right now, right here, mm-hmm. as opposed to at the side of the road as I'm giving you a couple of signatures?
0: Well, that's it. We're, we're, we're willing to give you the answers to questions so you know stuff before you do stuff and end up getting charged for stuff. And it's a lot cheaper if you learn online for free by the way this is free it doesn't cost you a penny
1: you know a big shout out to uh one of the officers i work with today uh constable tony vella his first time on the show he's uh, he's watching for the first I'm time he's watching right he's now he's watching right now
0: he wants us to to get a show on fox and <laughs> and and maybe maybe cnn to cover both sides of the spectrum but he thinks we should be nationally televised we are not we're internet this is an international show it is we have people from all we're over the world shout out yeah Okay, let's get into some questions because, by the way, Sergeant Murray Campbell uh, is is now joining me on screen. If you didn't know who he was or if you're listening in the audio version after the fact... and, and I'll just take the opportunity to reintroduce myself. I'm Sean Shapiro, I'm a police constable here at the Toronto Police Service. And uh, David Mann uh, wants to know what we do. We're the Traffic Safety Programs Office, the Media Relations Office, we're the Social Media Office. Uh, we, we plan retirement parties, we do all sorts of things.
1: We do. <laughs> we're the- towing, yeah. and, towing and impounding. Yes. Um, ministry liaison officers, um, construction liaison officers. Look
0: after all that sort of stuff. And that's something that many people don't understand. Um, you know anything that happens that's traffic related in or around the city, uh, including train investigations, uh, uh, the movement of international protected persons. Traffic services has a key role in that. Uh, we do we do everything, uh, whereas divisional officers, you know, they 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 do criminal investigations when it comes to uh, all, all sorts of things. But anything that, that that rolls, we have a high hand to play in it.
1: Yep, and you know what, it always gets passed to us. Doesn't matter what's going on if it's got wheels on it somehow it makes its way down to our front desk and and they have to filter it out from there.
0: Yes, we are the knower of stuff and things. We don't it's to things that roll. Stuff and uh, things. Yes, yes. Stephen Bell says, Hi, good morning. I'm late. You're never too late to join the party. Thanks for chopping in. Avandro, uh, uh is joining us too. Good morning, everyone. He is his the Brazilian fan that we talk about regularly, who's actually taking our content and recreating it in both Portuguese and uh and Spanish. So he's wow. he's helping to because cool. he wants to be a police officer and he's doing things in advance to help his community and I, I truly respect and appreciate what he's doing, uh, it's very cool. Okay, uh, let's see, yesterday I have traffic enforcement class at, uh, at Citizenship College. Very good. Okay, very cool, very cool. Uh, we've got here, is it illegal, to? this is out of order, I accidentally hit the button, but we're gonna go with it since it's on screen. Uh, is it illegal to flash your headlights at incoming tra- oncoming traffic uh, to notify them that a cop is there? That's one of those interesting questions I like. I like this question.
1: Well, yeah, because there's a couple of different parts to it. They're, is they're, it an offense to do it? Just the act of doing it, is there an offense?
0: Well, you're improperly using your, your high beams. Absolutely. But I, at the same time, when people don't have their headlights on, sometimes we flash them to tell them. So if it's for a purpose, if it's for the lawful purpose, are you still doing the wrong thing, sort of, but for the
1: right reason? By the letter of law, it's wrong. Yeah. But the the, the 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 thought behind it could be for a good reason or could be a bad reason. And this is a bad reason, because if you're
0: telling people police are ahead with the hope that they will change their behavior so they don't get a ticket, it's just preventing or delaying their behavior. They're gonna do it again 10 minutes later or 10 seconds after they pass the officer. So they could go down the road and hit hit someone, kill someone. If they get pulled over and they get a ticket, they might actually slow down. And that is the goal. We are not here to collect taxes, as many people think, think we are. They accuse us of being tax collectors. What we are here to do is to make the road safer and by changing driver behavior, we do that.
1: You know what? If, if somebody is getting caught and getting caught multiple times, then there's a mechanism in place for them. First of all, to, there's penalties for them. Their insurance goes up and their driver's license gets uh, gets reviewed. So if we don't have those mechanisms in place, the bad drivers, the risk-taking drivers, they're out there, they're not getting caught, and they're continuing to do it. And putting you, the person who's flashing their headlights at them, at, uh, at uh, theirs, at risk. And why would you want to let somebody else put you at risk? Well, I don't he, get it.
0: You know, many people think that speeding is no big deal, and and until something involving speed or or a traffic issue impacts their family directly, if you lose a family member because of um, a collision, because of an impaired driver, because of the, suddenly it becomes important. Then you are instantly like a light switch on the other side of it. We don't want you to get there. We want everyone to just go and and come and go and safely do what they have to do every day. And, and not ever feel the impact of the tragedy of a collision that, that changes lives.
1: Absolutely. And you know what, if you look at it, the higher, the speed, the higher, the potential, the higher, the, the force to change that speed. So either to hit the brakes and avoid something to change direction, or when it becomes impacted with something else, the higher momentum behind that causes more damage, more injury and, and more likely death.
0: So the answer is you shouldn't be high-beaming whether it's illegal or illegal you shouldn't be high-beaming to notify people of radar or speed enforcement you know what um that's a moral it's a moral thing that'll be up to you but you are technically breaking the law when it comes to misusing your head
1: yeah I, uh, I gotta tell you personal story i stopped somebody who flashed me i was in the plain clothes car you were wearing a car. jacket i was wearing i was in uniform in a plain clothes police car and somebody was sitting uh, with a radar and uh, somebody flashed me, so I turned around, and stopped them, gave them a ticket.
0: Good. Question, now we're back at the top of the list, I flagged a whole bunch. Window tint, legs, I think it means laws. Uh, window tint is, is covered under two different sections. There's a section that deals with certification and the safety of a vehicle. At a certain point, it is unsafe, and your vehicle is unsafe with windows that are too tinted to be certified. That percentage that's lawful for certification is 30% on the windows left and right of the driver. Uh, the windows behind the driver, the rear seat, rear compartment, if you have a, like a cargo hatchback kind of thing, those can be as dark as you want as long as you have a clear view to the rear. The windshield cannot have any tint unless it is a, a 2017 or old, no, sorry, 2016 or older. They can have a tint strip across the top that's three inches from the top of the screen or to the PS1 line. But really, nothing should be on your front windshield period. 2017 or newer, any tint on your windshield will result in your vehicle being considered unsafe and you can lose your license plates. But I'll tell you that lesser tint can still land you with a ticket. And that's because if the the HTA says uh, that you cannot, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Obscure Obscure
1: the interior
0: of your motor vehicle with a color or reflective tint. Now, gray is a color. According, it's just tint. Any tint film, reflective or non-reflective, if it's reducing the amount of light in and we can't see inside, can't see if you're wearing your seatbelt, can't identify, you can't see if you're using your phone, that sort of thing, day or night, uh, you're eligible for a ticket, $110. Uh, there's another charge for obscuring the driver's view for outward. If you, mm-hmm. if you obstruct driver's view, there's another $110 ticket. Things could add up really, really quick. And again, if you're over that 30% uh, threshold, which could be by putting a lower tint on an already tinted window, because some cars come factory tint, so you put... 25% on top of a window that already has a 5% reduction. Now you're over the 30% threshold potentially.
1: And even if you have a car that is less than the 30% threshold, if you go into somewhere like a, a, a tunnel or the darkness or mm-hmm. um, somewhere where the atmospheric conditions change to not allow us to see in, yeah. it still may be legal. It's still for, for certification process, or for, uh, but not purposes, for driving, but not for driving.
0: So it, you know what I get it. It's, there's a number of things that people want to do to reduce solar load. Some people just want to pick their nose in private. That's my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, people want to dig for gold, uh, but they are, they are, uh, they are potentially uh, lining themselves up for either tickets or for uh, losing their license plates. So um, my suggestion is, don't do it. Buy sunglasses. That's a better alternative.
1: Yeah, most most class nowadays has a, has a UV protectant on it, anyways. Mm-hmm. So it's not gonna harm you. Not many excuses. Yeah, back when the old days, when, in, when it wasn't there, you'd see, you know, cars with you know, peeling dashes and cracking and stuff like that. You don't see that anymore it's because true. the windshield is doing all the work for you.
0: How long can I use my international license in Ontario? Uh, there's a big there's a big depends here. Are you a visitor or are you a resident? Are you someone who's moved here uh, as a student here? These things, these things matter. If you've become a resident, whether by becoming a permanent resident or a student, uh, which is a temporary resident, but a resident nonetheless, you can only use your license for boom, 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 60 days uh, from the time that you become a resident. And that's when you take up a resident and address. You know, you're know, you not you're not in a hotel anymore. Uh, even in a hotel, could you be a resident in a hotel? Yep, absolutely yeah. you could. Uh, so, so part of it's wording, part of it's intention, uh, but as soon as you are a, become a resident, uh, you're it. Now, if you are staying here for a, as a as literally, you're staying with mom, friend, cousin, uh, you know whatever uh, you're visiting, those those times can extend, but you may need an international uh, endorsement for your foreign license, an ID, an international driving permit or translation card, and it depends on where you're coming in from. If you go to trafficcop.ca and you uh, go down to the bottom, that's my link tree. At the bottom of the link tree, there is a useful link section, and visitors and newcomers to uh, to uh, Canada. Uh, driving when visiting, there's a whole bunch of information that you can go and use as a reference.
1: One want to point out just, uh, when I was reading there, it's not an international driving license. It's not a license. That's the, true. The document itself is not a license to allow you. What it does is a translation card that goes along with the license that is valid in the country that you've come from. Yes. And it's only a translation card because we may not be able to read whatever language mm-hmm. your license is in.
0: So if you come up here and you give me your international driving permit, which is not a driver's license, I will not accept that. That means you're driving without a license. That is, it has to accompany your foreign license.
1: Yeah, and, and the information has to be exactly Match the same. It.
0: Yes. Um, that's a very good thing to bring up. Important stuff. And uh, that's what we want to make sure is that you know everything so you don't get caught stuff and things. stuff and things. Uh, when will the police start charging bicycles that break the road laws? I assume, and the uh, the answer is we do. Uh, do we target them? Do we focus all our efforts there? No. Uh, we, we our focus is going to be on the big four always because we're looking for the stuff that protects life. Um, but cyclists do get hurt, and we do enforce laws. We do want to protect uh, you know pedestrians from cyclists on sidewalks and things of that nature. It happens, but it doesn't happen as the focus of our
1: uh, our missions. And you know what, cyclists that are breaking the road rules. Um, put others at risk as well. We've had instances where cyclists have uh, collided with uh, other cyclists or uh, with uh, pedestrians, and it's it's resulted in fatalities. So, uh, you know, for somebody to say, well, it's only a cyclist, it doesn't harm anything, it's not true.
0: This year we've had a cyclist run into another cyclist and cause them to die.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: it is. Uh, but very often, whenever we talk about bicycle safety, the bicycle community turns around and says, "Well, if I hit you and my, or if I hit your Mack truck with a uh, my bicycle, uh, I'm not even going to dent it." Well, that's true. You might get seriously hurt though, and and it, it's it's everything. And and they'll they'll dislike the fact that I bring this up, but someone has to come and clean up you at the end of that. Someone has to, you know, paramedics and ambulance and uh, and doctors and police and v- witnesses. Everyone's going to see you in that state. Not to mention the traffic, but everyone will be impacted because you got hurt because you potentially did something wrong. We want to prevent everyone from getting hurt as best we can. So that's why even cyclists' Lives Matter. And I say that with a a smirk, because someone is already upset with me before I even said that. (laughs) We want everyone to be safe, really we do. Uh, Okay. Uh, we've got, will you do this after retirement? I wouldn't know what to do between 10 and 11. If you (laughs) stop, just stare at the wall and be sad. Uh, who knows? I might be so bored in retirement that I'll have to do this, uh, and just stay and and just do this from home or or maybe from a beach in the Bahamas or something.
1: Or maybe you'll get a job somewhere else doing this professionally.
0: Who knows? Hey, this is
1: professional. It is. You got stuff and things we, inside that brain there. That's, that's right. You know, it
0: needs to come out. That's it. That is, we'll talk, I'll, I'll talk about cheese or something afterwards. You know, the, you know. Cheese. Yeah, I like cheese. Uh, are there any, are there any plan? I don't know what the NY is. Are there <laughs> oh, it's the any. any, are there any plans to make people with scooters insured e-scooters? Uh, they're making real biking dangerous. I talk about it all the time. There is nothing that I'm aware of that is going to change with electric scooters, e-bikes, uh, e-vehicles. In fact, I think there's going to be more e-vehicles of different kinds that are going to be tested and permitted to be on the road legally. They'll have to follow different rules. There's a, there's a an electric vehicle and light vehicle and and uh, what was what the other word I'm looking for? There's a, there's I don't know. This is your story. <sighs> there, there's a pilot project that's coming out, and it's for mobility. Yep. Uh, mobility devices. Yeah, mobility. Let me pull it up. Mobility uh, pilot Ontario. Let's see if I can find it this way. Economy? No. Uh, da, 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 da. No. I'll find it later. Micromobility. That's the one. That's it. So there's a project that's going to deal with large quadricycles, electric kick scooters, cargo power assist. That's the one that's currently in here. Now there's a new one. Uh, micromobility pilot. Okay, micro. Watch Sean Google. <laughs> uh transforming the way
1: that's the same one same one Yep.
0: in any case there there is something here there's a pilot i'll have to find it later and, and we'll talk about it maybe maybe next week but they're, they're basically talking about bringing a whole bunch of vehicles and it's going to change the way the road landscape looks again yep uh and and i have some concerns and we,
1: we you know we, but ultimately it's going to be tested and we're going to see it play out in real time um and and we as the police are consulted when they bring out these these new pilot projects mm -hmm. Um, we give feedback they don't always listen to us uh, but we give feedback because like we said before we want to keep everybody safe and we want to make it the safest possible while allowing people to explore these new ways of transportation yeah and there's benefits there there are potential benefits absolutely there is uh i see some of these things they're mostly unlawful on the streets but i look at them i go that's kind of cool i want to try that but i won't do it because i know they're unlawful
0: and and some of them are very dangerous like i look at those electric unicycles and i don't know anyone who has been able to make an argument to me that a one wheel balancing system running on batteries that does 60 or 70k an hour is is just safe as i and I, and and i will give credit where credit is due the people who are riding that for the most part are wearing body armor. They're wearing like motocross well, shells. I was, and-
1: I was about to say, you can tell the difference in between an e-scooter because sometimes they don't wear any protective equipment, but on those one wheeled unicycle type things, they're wearing full on motocross. You know, motocross helmets with goggles and, and shoulder pads because. Is the potential higher that they're going to get seriously hurt going that fast? Absolutely. Do you remember
0: Super Dave Osborne? Yes, I do. So Super Dave Osborne, for anyone born probably after us, uh, probably doesn't know who that is, but there was an SCT, it was SCTV, wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, it was a local. I think it was SCTV. Yep.
0: Um, a comedy show, and Super Dave was a segment. I think it eventually turned into its, own, its show. own show. Uh, But this is a guy that would be launched. I mean, they would take a rag doll, essentially, a, a, a dummy that they'd shoot out of a cannon, but that was a big, a big spiel of the show. And I just visualized these people in collisions, and I've seen, I've actually seen dash cam from collisions involving these people on uh, one wheel unicycles. It's horrifying. They're, yeah. ba- they're basically just. Ragdolls. Ragdolls being rocketed through the sky, hitting things and bad things happen. Bodies are not meant to t- travel through the air and land on hard things. Anyway, moving along. <laughs> uh, yes. So to answer the question, uh, we're going to see what happens.
1: We're talking this one though is uh, about insured
0: but insured but again should they be insured
1: i think i think
0: everything should be insured uh, and now even i make the argument and uh, you know lawyers have talked about the fact that they are sort of insured and uh, if a bicycle hits a car your car insurance can pay for it, even though it's their my fault. My own,
1: my own car insurance. If you run into my car, yeah,
0: your insurance pays for the, the cyclist. The one that I paid for, right? That they didn't pay for, it. right? They're 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 going to get some coverage. Uh, if they have home insurance uh, or, or car insurance, it may also pay for them for extra benefits. But it's going to it's it's a really messed up system, and I don't think it appropriately covers uh, those people. But that's that's so. Meet. If they
1: do something wrong riding a bike that's uninsured, it ends up being my fault, and I have to pay for it. Yeah. That Even if you don't get fair. charged
0: for it, but your your rates might go up.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem fair.
0: It's it's a little bit confusing. Uh, when making right turns, are you allowed to go into the bike lane or to stay in the live lane?
1: I depends. I,
0: yes, I don't. I, someone asked me the very same question yesterday, and I wonder if it was. Uh, uh if it was you if you saw my response but it depends on the way that the individual bike lane is constructed if it is a cycle track then you do not go into the bike lane because it is a it's a protected environment if it's a cycle lane it's got a hash mark to it you're actually entitled to go and pinch the curb and that would make it uh, so the bicycle can either stop and wait behind you or pass you on the left hand side of your vehicle safely when it's safe to do so there's a lot of misunderstanding there's a lot of belief that a cyclist has a right of way it's just another lane that's protected to protect them from the cars but not to give them necessarily an advanced lane to rocket Absolutely. past other yep. people. So we have a lot of we, we we occasionally, I don't want to say a lot of, we have occasionally situations where cyclists get cut off and it's not their fault. And then we have sometimes where they don't believe that the car should be there and they run into them. Maybe right. not intentionally, but you know, yeah. Depends. Depends on the, the design and construction of that intersection. At the end of the day, you're making a turn, you're in a liability situation when you're turning. Make sure you don't cut anybody off. You're responsible for making sure you can complete your turn in safety. Uh, and you want to pay attention to the cyclists because as much as I poke fun at occasionally at them, uh, they're people, I want to protect them and make sure they get to where they're going safe too.
1: Yep. And they have a right to, to travel on the roads just as much as, as the cars do. So
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, can you be pulled over for going up
1: and down on your speed? Up and down. Why are you speeding and then coming back mm-hmm. to normal or are you? Driving at the normal speed and then going slower? Are you obstructing traffic? Are you going in there's excessive a, there's traffic? There's
0: a lot of, un. They, I want to talk about this, but I don't have enough to even talk about this.
1: I uh, I, I can tell you, you're probably upset an awful lot of people behind you.
0: You're probably going to get investigated for impaired driving. If you're, if you're going up and down in your speed, like you can't maintain a constant speed, uh, we're going to wonder what you're doing. It's either you're on the phone, you're impaired. Like maybe, maybe there's something else you're looking for and we're not picking up what you're putting down. So maybe rephrase your question and come on back. Uh, do you need a license for an e-scooter? Depends. Uh, I say depends because there are e-scooters that are not e-scooters. There are e-scooters that are very much motor vehicles under the Highway Traffic Act that are not legal for the road, anyways. But you'd save yourself one ticket if you had a a license.
1: Yeah. So an e-scooter or an e-bike that has been modified that does not meet the exemption of that uh, of that e-scooter e-bike. Which is a motor vehicle would require, like an e-bike turns into a motorcycle and and an e-kick
0: scooter is a stand-up scooter which is which if it goes more than 24 kilometers an hour is not street legal in any way shape or form but if you had a license that's one less charge for driving a motor vehicle without a license right but so there you have the legal permissions or legal criteria that make an e-bike or e-kick scooter legal for the road and in in, in Toronto specifically e-kick scooters are prohibited regardless Um, but in some places in Ontario they're legal so you have the ones that qualify and if they qualify they're treated like bicycles they don't need licenses but the second they breach that they're not covered by the legislation that gives them the benefit of being treated as a, as a bicycle and they become motor vehicles again or they revert back to their original state of always being motor vehicles because you've got these things that were designed to go 50 60 70k and are limited that's they're not really um they're not really okay for the road if you have a, more than, if they go if they're capable of more than 32 kilometers an hour on a flat surface Not legal for the road. If they have a motor greater than fifty than five hundred watts in power, not legal for the road. And people go and say, well, they put a little limiter on there. They take this big old twelve hundred or fifteen hundred watt or or a twelve thousand watt motor, and they just but it doesn't go more than thirty two kilometers an hour. Well, that's not legal because there's a switch. So they unplug it. Right. So there's problems.
1: And 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 you know what? There are electric motorcycles out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, Harley Davidson makes a one hundred percent full electric motorcycle. It is like a rocket. It needs to be licensed insured and it passed transport canada regulations and it is a motor vehicle a a motorcycle and you need a a a motorcycle driver's license for sure in the same way that a a tesla is an electric car the same as any other car it just one is gas power one is electric power
0: it's funny we were talking about this earlier and i said you know if nobody else needs a license and all these things do the same thing as a car why does a car need a license like at a certain point they're gonna have to regulate everything because there's just so much on the road uh, that you can't give special treatment to everybody because then well, why have a car at all it, it, and, and pay for all this stuff when you could just have all this other stuff. It, the, the, there's going to be a change. I, there has to be. John, why do they make regulations? Because someone did done something.
1: Right, because there's a problem and they have to regulate it. Yeah. So uh, it's coming to that point right now. I think so. Uh, it's getting so busy, in, especially in the city of Toronto, with everybody doing everything all the time, they're going to have to step up and and make regulations to control it just to make sure it's safe for everybody.
0: hmm do road users have to obey the City of Toronto traffic agents? What authority do they have?
1: Hmm. See, I know this one firsthand because I, I spent last week uh, training them. Perfect. So they are special constables. They're sworn uh, for the purpose of directing traffic. Can they write you a ticket if you disobey them? Absolutely, they can. But their their job is out there is to um, is to help the flow of traffic. Mm-hmm. And if somebody disobeys them, you know what? They're going to call one of us over to help them. And we'll probably lay the charge for them because we can prosecute it through court a little bit easier. And they're going to go right back to directing traffic again. So.
0: And you hurt one of them. We had a situation where one was run into. You're, you're assaulting a police officer, op- or a peace officer, I should yes. say. Uh, and that just carries more weight than if you're assaulting somebody else, which you shouldn't assault anybody. But yep. if you hit one of them, that's the same same charge, essentially, as if you were hitting a parking enforcement officer, a police officer, a peace officer status, a mayor can't hit the mayor. He's uh, yeah, He is
1: a peace officer. Yep. She is, she is. Yes, we had a new one. Well, I don't live in the city of Toronto. This so is true. You're
0: mayor. My mayor. <laughs> uh, Akela came in late and said uh, greetings and salutations, and then sent another message saying that he has to pack for a trip and he's leaving. But he he, he there's, we'll read the last message he gave us. Her, his standard goodbye early, uh, so we'll we'll represent that. Um, what's the best driving school for a nervous team? We can't endorse a particular driving school. Driving schools, however are really good yeah like just in general professional training uh really really good I can't say that Trubacars, which our friend Scott Marshalls uh, is affiliated with is uh is not a driving school but they will help you find a driving school they they actually create curriculum for driving schools um and Trubacars, he comes on to the show in fact if you go back to previous episodes on YouTube you can you can I've asked him questions about this and he's got some suggestions for what nervous teens can do but ultimately Finding a good teacher, that like a good professional instructor that you you drive with uh, and get along with, is going to be good. Better than than getting mom, dad, cousin, brother, friend to to teach you.
1: Yeah, my uh, both my kids uh, went through driving school. Where the first uh, when my son went through, he was the older one. When he went through, we found a really really good one that he clicked with, and I made sure that when my daughter went through, went with him as well, and he was fantastic, I- absolutely fantastic. And they they both passed on their on their first go. And they're both absolutely fantastic drivers. Good stuff. Now, I got to tell you, they have been riding, driving, operating snowmobiles, ATVs, you know, for the longest time because that's kind of what we do. And we always do it legally. They're allowed to drive at, at, uh, at age 12. Uh, they're allowed to drive earlier on my property, which they all did, and uh, and which makes them better drivers when they get out on the road.
0: Experience is the most important thing, absolutely. getting out there and doing it. Uh, so, you know, professional instruction, yes. And then lots and lots of practice will really help, uh, not being in heavy populated areas. If you can, if, if you've got a nervous team, take them somewhere outside, less busy and then gradually increase the, uh, the areas. Yeah. Uh, this is a comment, a traffic policeman, isn't a real policeman <laughs> or, or sorry, it's not, you aren't saying that they aren't, I mean, you're, maybe you're asking if they are, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm trying to, uh. To put it together but at the end of the day we are real policemen yeah. uh traffic agents or special constables we're, tra- we're police officers who happen to specialize in traffic but I, I love i love the questions that one came in late i accidentally hit it early
1: you know what traffic collisions and traffic deaths and traffic injuries affect more lives than all other crimes put together i think we
0: have a poster that says that another, i think we yeah. do and it's true you know historically you look at the uh crim- the murders the actual uh homicides and whatnot the numbers are neck and neck with the fatalities on the road. So very often there's more uh, traffic fatalities than than criminal homicides and whatnot. Uh, and then some years we're, we're even, very rarely are we or less than, which is really sad.
1: So a homicide is when somebody does something to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And a traffic fatality is when somebody does something that results in killing somebody. Could be themselves, could be somebody else. Mm-hmm. I don't see the difference. I don't see how one is is more, more worser, than
0: more worser or more worthy of investigation or efforts. People say, you know, you know when you go out and stop criminals, well, criminal, and this is, this is generalizing horribly, but very often we see death that is criminal on criminal death. You know, one gang between another gang, bad guy, doing something, it's not so TV centric that we have people generally just out and about getting killed, just generally. It happens, but not as, not as often as one might think. When someone dies on the road, it's someone who very often was just going about their day. Yeah. It, it's truly someone who would have never been involved in this thing. Just, they were just in the wrong place when an impaired driver came by. Like, it's, it's truly tragic. All, all death is tragic. Um, but it's funny how people can say, ah, no big deal. This just a traffic death versus someone gets shot, and now this is a big deal. Compared to the many, many who... Anyway, it's gone forever. A thank you from Michael H. Who says, Sean and Good Sergeant and dot Cop, thank you for your work. Uh, That is awesome. Thank you. Always appreciate uh, you, Michael. Uh, Okay, this is... is Oh, wrong button. Is there any law? Is there any laws around driving barefoot? I keep hearing different stories. I, for one, grew up thinking that barefoot driving was illegal.
1: But it may be unlawful in some places. But
0: not here. But not here. It is definitely not a good idea uh you know you have the soft squishy stuff in your toesies and sometimes you get an emergency driving situation you smash that pedal uh and you're gonna hurt yourself so much so that you might you know maybe let up on the pedal Like, there's some bad things that can
1: happen. how about if you get involved in a collision somebody mm. crashes into you and you have to exit your vehicle through debris broken glass fire fire chemicals you know what do you really want to be doing that in barefoot
0: that's a big one and I don't think people consider that uh, you would not be wanting to... Like, the, the, who sang the song Broken Glass? Anyway, uh, you wouldn't want to be walking through it. It would be bad. It's, it's, well, from from the Eurythmics. She went off on her own.
1: Yeah. Annie and Lennox.
0: Yes. There you go. See?
1: Look at that. Way back there, I pulled it out.
0: From the recesses. If I showed my insurance electronic copy on my phone, is it right to get find um depends It de- so a photograph of your insurance is not an electronic copy when it comes to the law it has to be the, the original slip or provided through an app that comes from your insurance company technically speaking it has to be an app that is secure and, pro- and you have to be able to send the police that document it, it's 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 there's a criteria other than just show me a picture of a piece of paper
1: so it depends is it right to get fined if if you're not doing it right if you're breaking the law then yes yes
0: yes. uh okay what is this so is any window tint legal in ontario yes we covered this earlier if you rewind and replay if you're on TikTok, you can't actually rewind but if you go to youtube uh essentially yeah uh 30 light blockage uh is the maximum so 70 percent of light has to come through in the windows left right of the driver nothing on the windshield rear windows and back can be as dark as you wish as long as you can see clear view to the rear by way of mirrors but that doesn't mean that it's legal when it, because it's legal for certification with 30%, but if it's dark outside and we can't see inside, you're eligible for a ticket. I know it sucks, but that's the deal. If yep. we can't see you, you're good for a ticket.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And I see a lot of violators.
1: They had to, uh, they had to make a, a level that they could use a, a meter to test mm-hmm. to see if it passed certification, but it doesn't mean it's rules for the road. The rules for the road say you can't operate it on the road if you're obscuring the view of the interior. Or vice I, versa. I want to see who you are. Yeah, need to see. I need to see. I want to see if you're on the phone. I mm-hmm. want to see if you're on wearing your seatbelt. I want to see everything that's going on inside that vehicle.
0: And not just the police. The public too. People get involved in collisions. People are running away. There, there's, there's Amber reports. We're looking for kids. Like we're There's all sorts of reasons why we need to see. And picking your nose is not a justified tinted window purchase. I say pick
1: it anyways. Just just be
0: proud pick, of it. P- pick it and be proud. Pick it. Proud proud picking. Okay. Let me going to get a T-shirt. Proud, <laughs> proud picker. Uh, <laughs> uh, Doug Allen sent a dad joke. I'll keep it for later. Where is a good place to take a new driver? Open space, no cars. Uh, I, you know what? It depends on where you are. Very Now, well, driving schools can't take you to a school parking lot on a weekend, but you could take them to a school parking lot on a weekend if you're not a professional driving instructor, and you could take that environment if it was safe to do that. If you're allowed to operate, yeah.
1: If it's private property, then you have to have the permission of the private property owner to do so, and if you damage it, you're liable for it.
0: This is true, and it's, everything's recorded on camera, so yep. it's not a place to start doing evasive maneuvers. And just a reminder that stunt driving is a charge that can be laid on private property. Uh, but you know, open space, uh, there, there's there's tons of places early in the morning. If you know if teens want to wake up early. Uh, maybe with yeah, the, right. <laughs> maybe with the the ad- advertisement of uh driving time wheel time uh maybe that's but but outside of the city in more rural areas is probably the place to go you know yeah if you can find it uh we have appreciated from traffic police uh punjab pakistan so uh Basharat is i'm assuming a, a a a punjab pakistan policeman is that what i'm getting here Either way, thank you very much for the uh, for the hello and uh, the long-distance hello at that. I think you're the first person from Pakistan to say hello if you're physically there right now. We've had a lot of international...
1: We're talking about being international. Yeah, today, we so. really are.
0: This this episode in particular. Thanks very much. Um, boom, 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 what do we got here? We got what happens if you have a medical emergency on a red light, can you get a ticket? If so you mean, have
1: a medical emergency on a red light. I'm assuming they mean can they
0: run a red light in a medical emergency, like they really got to... Uh, Go.
1: Or if they're stopped at a red light and have a medical emergency and slip through? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm Narrow that that down for us.
0: If you're still here. Some people ask their questions, then ghost and come back and watch the replay.
1: So can you run a red light on a medical emergency? No.
0: Police fire ambulance with full emergency equipment activated. That's the only time. And it's not even running it. They have to come to a stop... And ensure it's safe to go uh, through the light and only then can they proceed.
1: And they must have their emergency equipment activated. Yes. They must be, their siren must be constantly sounding. There's and rules. The, and the liability is hundred percent on them.
0: Yeah, Someone hits them. They, it wasn't safe to go when they went and uh, it's, a, it, you would be hundred percent liable, you could get a ticket for it and don't do that. The goal is guaranteed arrival, especially if you have a medical emergency is to get there without creating new patients. That's a big deal. Uh, can you fight for a refund? If I get unnecessary traffic jam on 407, um, that's- Do they guarantee? <laughs> I don't think they- get, You get access to the road, not the speed in which you are going to travel. Uh, so I would say that is a no, although good luck to you.
1: Although I would go after the person who caused the collision on the 407 for holding up thousands and thousands of people. Oh, that is uh, terrible. I,
0: but here's a funny thing. A lot of those traffic jams are caused by people who choose to speed. It's, it's counter- Intuitive to think that speeding could slow you down. But, yeah, it does. Apparently, I've missed a whole bunch of questions above.
1: Mm. Where?
0: I may have just pulled I may have flagged them out of sequence.
1: I was looking up. They're above.
0: I've got a bunch of questions that I haven't. uh, Let's see if I. Wow, yeah. Well, no, but see all these flagged ones? They're all flagged already. But if I flag them out of order, uh, they get read out of order, unfortunately. Okay, I'm going back and flagging some more stuff. That'll likely be out of order again. Uh, distracted drivings. Okay. We'll talk about that. Uh, by the way, today I have a ten fifteen appointment online. Super Dave. Oh, bizarre. Thank you. That was you. it.
1: That was the name of the show.
0: It was not, uh.
1: Super Dave started on the show bizarre.
0: With John Biner. Yep. I remember that. Thank you so much. Who said that? Who, who's the comment? Jeff S. Awesome. Thank you, Jeff. Um, I'm now going to have to like look at YouTube and try and find them. Uh, yeah, I used to watch all those those things, and then who was the other one, the British guy? Any help? Thank you. I watched that too. That you know that was what my childhood Saturdays were. I think it was Saturdays. Anyway, whatever they whatever was on. Okay, so I'm going to try and race through the next 15 minutes of stuff. Yes, because we have
1: well, you have something going on. I have 15 minutes. So
0: yes, I might be able to go fight after, but I won't be able to do the half hour extra that I like to do. Okay, let's get these out of the way first. So, are out-of-province driving suspensions shown on CPIC? Uh, it's not in particular CPIC. It's actually a, a ministry search, but we do we do have access to search that. Yep. So that's that. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Okay. Can I drive private property without a license, or is it considered stunt driving? So there's no charge for drive, no license applicable to private property, but stunt driving without a license on private property, we'll still get, well, actually stunt driving with or without a license on private property we will see you getting charged.
1: Yes. So yes, you can drive on private property without a license. You do not require a driver's license to operate on private property with the permission of the private property. Can you stunt drive anywhere? Absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. It is not allowed.
0: Uh, here, what's it? I got, a, I got a button on my phone now. It says I'm streaming watch online. <laughs> That's my response to calls coming in. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, okay, if I need to enter a diamond lane to turn right, how much of the lane can I drive prior to the turn? Um, is it specified in the HGA? Essentially, what I, the way I would police it, as just me, Sean, traffic guy, uh, if I see you enter the lane and you don't qualify and you continue past the next intersection as opposed to turning at it, that is when I would have an issue with you.
1: Yep, or the, or the private drive.
0: Well, the private drive, yeah, you shouldn't be in there before the private drive, but I'd be more interested in the intersection for me personally.
1: There may be actually a, a bylaw Regulation in the city of Toronto that says meters on it. Oh. Provincially, I don't believe so.
0: I don't know of either, but that's that's how I've always played it. Give you the benefit of the doubt until the intersection.
1: Yep, until you go through there and guess what? Then you're mine. Yep.
0: Good question, though. I don't think anyone's ever asked that before. Uh, Stephen Bell has a question, and the question is, if someone gets into a collision and the person has no license and insurance plus a stolen vehicle, bad day in the office for them, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that, 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 that's, that's usually
1: when you see them running away. Yeah. And you know what? We have lots of tools on our tool belt to track you down and get you. Dogs, too.
0: The dogs are really... Police they like to exercise. Yeah.
1: Police dogs? I like dogs. Police helicopter? We phone friends for police helicopters. We do. We don't have our own. No.
0: Although I remember someone getting on getting on the, the air and going... I'm on, I'm on air one, right? That's what they they called up doing that. There may have been a couple of people who did that once upon a time. Uh, three-lane road, far left lane driver, and far right lane driver both want middle lane. Who goes first?
1: There's uh, there's no there's no law saying who goes first. But you're Any, both responsible. Absolutely. Any person making a lane change is responsible to do so only when it's safe.
0: So if you do it at the same time and you clump together like symbols, yep. uh, you're both responsible. Absolutely. Uh, generally speaking, one person is going to be starting, and but you don't own the lane until you own the lane. Yep. And when you're, when you're first in the lane, owns the lane. So if one person, anyway. Who goes both. first?
1: Well, I would say. Chicken or the egg. I would say offset yourself and then try and do it.
0: Yeah, pay attention, shoulder checks, that sort of thing. If you see signals, you know, cautious, cautious. Uh, what should I do if I lose my wallet and license but need to drive the same day? Um, if you lose it, if you truly lose it, you want to be reporting that to police because someone's opening a bank account in your name. Secondly, you want to go to the ministry and get it replaced, uh, which can be done and they would instantly give you a temporary card while they are, uh, a temporary temporary paper while they're going to uh, send you new
1: And you know what? You may need to drive that same day, but... Could you be eligible for ticket? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. But if you had a police report saying, hey, I just lost my wallet and I found out that I lost my wallet, and then you're on your way to the ministry and that's when you get stopped, at least you have a police report number to substantiate it. There's you've taken some steps that support what you're saying. But you know, some people might say they lost their wallet and they're on the way to replace it as their excuse seven times in a row. We'd see that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You and at very least you'd be getting a warning. I would not let someone go without a printed warning for that because in any circumstance. because it would substantiate what they said yep. and, and the interaction. So, uh, what happens if you have seven people in a five-seater and two people get tickets, my math is right there. Uh, yeah. And every. it could be the driver as well, because they may be crowded. It, yes. And uh, so that's an additional charge. And if they're under the age of 16, the driver gets those, those tickets. Yep. Um, yeah, you can only travel with people in your vehicle for the number of seats you have in the vehicle and seatbelts and seatbelts. That's what I meant uh, with seatbelts. That's what I was going for. Uh, so that's the answer to that question and that one. Chase has a question. Uh, let's see here. You were, what happens if you were at fault and collision and it's over 2K but you decide with each other driver you'll pay out of pocket not involve police or insurance? At $2,000 combined amongst both vehicles, of all vehicles, you are legally obligated to report to police. Whether you claim on insurance is up to you. Yep, two totally
1: separate things. Claiming yes. I mean, your insurance is, is totally, it's a civil process that you decide with the other driver what you want to do. doesn't really matter. Sometimes it works out for you. Sometimes it doesn't. Over $2,000 or a personal injury or any criminality, mm-hmm. you have to make a police report no matter what. And all drivers get charged if they don't. Yes. It's a bad thing. So if you think you come up with a deal with the other driver and say, ah, I'm not going to report this, you don't do it either. And then one of them does, guess what?
0: And I got to tell you. I have been uh, hit by cars. It might be rear-ended when I was in my vehicle, and the other driver very often says, oh, I will take responsibility. You tell me how much. Well, two things are, are true. One, the damage is rarely as low as you think it is yep. because there's all sorts of under-the-hood things that have happened. Two, the person doesn't generally want to pay when you tell them the actual number. Then you start arguing about how much money. Listen, you pay insurance for a reason. If they caused the collision... They are the ones responsible. It's their insurance rates that are going to be eating it. I understand their desire not to have their insurance rates go up. Not my problem.
1: And I am not making special deals. If nothing less, make the police report you have evidence that it occurred and the person mm-hmm. that did it.
0: Yes. they. If they renege on the deal that you made, and it happens a lot, uh, then, then you have a course of action. Okay. How long can you have a license, hunting license for? I have it the foggiest. I don't hunt.
1: Nor do I. Then we moving I, on. I would say till it expires. That's a good answer. You, you've, you've thought about this.
0: <laughs> Uh Does a company truck need a yellow sticker even if it won't be exceeding the gross vehicle weight rating on the registration?
1: Depends what the gross vehicle weight rating is.
0: It, it, yeah, if it, if it's not if it's like
1: it's uh, three thousand five hundred.
0: So so the, and yeah it. it like I was going to say a company truck, what makes it a truck? Is it like if a minivan is different? Like-
1: so a company truck is, is a company truck with a, a commercial plate on it. Does it need to be inspected every year and put the what's called a device on the window? It all depends on the weight of the vehicle.
0: The inspector, he was just wondering if we were alive.
1: We are. We are. Closer. Are. <laughs>
0: uh, why cut, what is this? Why cars cut off the trucks when they across slower traffic trucks lock at 150 150-
1: what? Hundred and five. Hundred and five. Um, because cars, drivers yeah. <laughs> can sometimes be ignorant. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say uh, cars that cut off trucks are just not very good drivers, and, yeah. or 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 maybe clueless to the fact that the truck, I, I they may not even see them. It's amazing to me uh, what some people do, and not amazing me to me in a good way. There's some bad drivers out there.
1: Yep, putting on I, uh, I I. Give kudos to the commercial vehicle operators out there. They do this uh, for a living. 90% of the time, they are professional in what they do at all times. They have huge vehicles that takes an awful lot of time to get up to speed and an awful lot of time to bring down from speed. They're carrying weight. And they can be, you know, 60, 65 feet long sometimes. And the ones on the uh, the 400 series heights, the 401 the, in the quarter, they can have double 53-foot trailers on top of it. That's a long train of vehicle to be in charge of they don't
0: stop on a dime there's none of this lock up and no this is a a train essentially taking a long time uh trains could take kilometers to stop. you know they have hundreds of cars this is still like you have to think of it that way um I I want I want to drive all sorts of vehicles I do not want to drive an 18-wheeler loaded no no interest at all I know you think you I think you've said you have in the past
1: I have and my son um very interested right now and actually wants to go to school for it and give it a try I want nothing to do with it yeah kudos to him if he wants to do it, then, you know, just do it properly, do it safe. and
0: For sure. Chase wants to know, why do police often lay careless and speeding along with stunt? Isn't stunt the most appropriate charge usually? And why don't you lay cell phone and careless then?
1: Um, it... Sorry? For the last part there, cell phone and careless? Absolutely. laid it myself? As soon as you pick up the cell phone. As soon as you touch it, that offense is, is committed. It's called fated to complete. The cell phone charges is, is laid. But if you're on your cell phone, you picked it up, you're using it, and now you're doing this mm-hmm. with it. And so they're looking up here. That's a cell phone. You picked it up, you're using it and you're not paying attention. It all
0: depends on the officer and what they substantiate in their mind and on their notes and what the, how they interpret, whether they want to be a nice guy, a less nice guy, how they interpret the action. Yep. Police officers are, laid, are able to lay the, the charges as they feel appropriate and can substantiate.
1: Now, can you lay a speeding and a stunt? Not a, not a careless and a Yeah. Speeding and a stunt.
0: stunt. Absolutely. Uh, careless and speeding and stunt, I don't know if that would work together. Um, but it, but maybe in some jurisdictions, that's how they do it. Uh, I don't know. I, I've never done that. I've not, I haven't done careless with speeding. I've done speeding, uh, speeding and stunt together, but not careless. Right.
1: And, and cell phone and careless.
0: And, and if it was stunt, I would be aiming towards criminal dangerous. If it was stunt. And like instead of careless, it would. Because careless, stunt and and uh and, and criminal danger is sort of that's the sort of the the, the row for me like they as they escalate i wouldn't combine those uh let's see here does your muffler have to be located at the far rear of the vehicle interesting question you've got an answer for that
1: i do it has to be at the rear of the passenger compartment um it can not come out of the back uh, and pick up trucks uh, even in front of the uh the wheels um vehicles manufactured before a certain date um, thinking sort of the older Corvettes and the mm-hmm. older Shelby Cobras, things like that. Uh, they can come out in front of the back wheels. Uh, but any vehicle manufactured, I'm going to say 70s on, has to come to the rear of the compassionate compartment of the vehicle. The trunk is still part of the compassionate compartment. The
0: trunk is? Trunk is. Okay. I guess, in, especially in newer, in, in kind of hatch cappy.
1: No, uh, no, it's one enclosed thing. So with a truck on a frame, the passenger compartment is separated from the bed side of it. So the exhaust can come out just behind the passenger compartment. Gotcha. And that's to keep CO2 out of your car. So you don't die. Yeah. It's probably, kind probably of important.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, what kind of cars does the Vision Zero Enforcement Team get to drive compared to TES units? So what's
1: TES? Traffic enforcement.
0: Um. <laughs> I don't know. Something. So uh they TPS? They, maybe TPS unit. So our, our primary uh dispatcher or response vehicle is gonna be uh, a Ford Explorer, uh police interceptor. Uh we used to have tourists. I think they've all but not like, almost all been phased out. Yeah, there's a
1: few of them still around.
0: Uh, unfortunately, there's no more Crown Vicks. Uh but the Vision Zero Enforcement team has minivans, has SUVs, has pickup uh, trucks, pickup trucks, yeah. They've got some chargers, yeah, yeah. Really fast chargers. Ooh. Yeah.
1: They go, vroom, vroom. Yeah, they have some pretty cool vehicles, and you know, some of them you wouldn't even recognize to be a police vehicle. Um, the uh, the Acadia that they have, it looks like a SUV. Yeah, just a regular SUV. We so, had we had a couple of minivans here for a while. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, I
0: I, I they were they weren't great for comfort. They were like a short minivan, a Pontiac. Yep, they weren't great I, to drive. but They were great for catching people. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, Kiana wants to know, uh, what does the emergency task force do? I was going to say work out.
1: Yeah, they do that.
0: They do yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, I got two minutes left. I want to see if there's any, uh, let's see here. Kiana also got a parking ticket for parking sideways at the end of the driveway between the sidewalk and the road. Why is that? Uh, well, that's actually city, ro- city property. Yeah, you don't know Yeah, it's not yours. Um, and generally speaking, it means just having spoken to Karen, uh, Karen, um, Aaron, not Karen about this uh that uh, that is not something they generally enforce unless someone's complained Right. so that means that one of your neighbors is a fun person just saying
1: and loves you and loves you a lot Not to complain about you
0: yeah that that's my understanding i i could be wrong maybe they do enforce it now uh if a guy's license is suspended in ontario oh is suspended can they drive in other provinces Oddly enough, we have these wonderful laws that say if you're suspended in another province, you're suspended here too, and vice versa. Uh, if you're suspended here, obviously it doesn't work anywhere else. Uh, if you're suspended in the states, it would would it be suspended here? We'd consider it a suspension. Uh, but if you go back to that that area, uh, you if, can get
1: arrested. If you're suspended, if your driver's license is suspended, it means it's not valid. Right. You can't take that and drive anywhere else because it's not valid in, the, in the state or the province that issued it. But if you're suspended
0: somewhere else so if you're an ontario driver you're suspended in virginia there may not be a communication we may not be aware of it but i guarantee you one thing you go back to virginia and you're driving they will arrest you because they do not mess around yeah uh so it all depends if we know about it we're going to suspend you or we're going to consider you suspended all right i have spoken longer than i thought i would about things i have missed a whole bunch but because i have a uh a, a meeting in 15 minutes i have to prepare for, I'm going to have to cut it off short and I- Just give me one more- 1932
1: Ford? Yeah, I mean, I like old cars, so. I own a
0: 1934 32 Ford with original ownership, I think you're going with. I don't need to wear a seatbelt, question mark. Is Uh, it manufactured with a seatbelt? It was not. Probably not. No. No, you don't. So vehicles are required to maintain the rules and abide by the rules when they were manufactured. Uh, if the, and, and that's why a lot of uh, custom car people buy old, old cars and then drop big old engines in them because they maintain the rules and regulations of their original manufacturer.
1: Until it becomes so substantially modified that right. it is not uh, an image of its original.
0: But so there, Yeah, there you go. Very cool. That's it, uh, we're
1: done. By the way, I got to say. Oh, one dad joke.
0: Uh, yes, the if dad go- joke is flagged. Um, oh, we covered this one already. What happens there? We'll take this one last one.
1: No, just a dad joke.
0: Just a dad joke? Okay. Yep. Uh, go? Good morning and happy Friday. Did you hear about the pot of coffee that had to file a police report? Apparently it got mugged this morning. That's, a, that's a, not a bad one. Uh, let's see here. We've got, uh, quickly, we've got, how do moths swim? They use the butterfly stroke. My dad used to always say the sky's the limit. That's probably why he got fired at, uh, as an astronaut from NASA. I get it. I get it too. But I like it.
1: Yeah, uh, it's not bad. Anyway. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, why does Sherlock Holmes love eating at Mexican restaurants? They always give him good quesadillas. Case ideas? Case ideas.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, that's
0: it. Last one because it's Friday. It's the okay. Friday joke. I tried to call tonight's Helpline. But they, it just keeps ringing.
1: Tinnitus? Tinnitus is ringing ringing in in your your ears. ears. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I like that
0: one. That one's, that's that's not bad. Uh, folks, it's been a magical, magical Friday. Uh, I didn't get into nearly as many questions as I thought I would. Uh, for that, I apologize. I'd love to answer your questions. Please bring your questions back on Monday, 10 to 11. We'll do it all again. I won't have anything afterwards. We'll probably go late. Usually we go to 11 o'clock and then stop taking new questions, but answer all of them. And unfortunately... I got to go. So have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe. Drive sober, and we'll Park see you Loughly. Monday.
1: Park lawfully. Yes, very important. Yeah. Uh, tickets bad. Have a great weekend. Bye everyone.